0: Today, we hop in the second part of Seif uh, um, Tedvab fifteen of the second half of Shifya Aran. And today, where we hit the pinnacle, of Bezrat Hashem. In uh, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to describe how Rabenu enters the land of Israel and walks his first four steps. So, last podcast we discussed how Rabenu, before he entered the land, or as he was trying to enter the land, and they stopped in uh, in Yafa, in uh, in Jaffa, he wanted to leave with the sage, the Sephardic sage, who was, uh, um, who was supposed to leave and travel to Jerusalem, and he, he had made a pact with this sage and uh, as rabenu was on the border trying to enter through the basically the border control the the turks did not let rabenu enter because of his foreign uh, um, his foreign look long peyot and the different um, figure that he had they thought he was a french spy and they sent him back aboard rabenu now is back on the ship with the captain and uh, that's where we left off And it was in the captain's mind, the the captain had the intention to remain there with the boat. To sit and relax, stay put at the port of, of Jaffa for a few days. And at that point, it was already two days prior to Rosh Hashanah. But the ship was not able to stand there because the waves of the sea were so... Uh, strong, that it literally was about to overturn the ship. And uh, the people on the ship were in grave danger. And not any single piece of advice or strategy was able to help the ship stay put. Um, it was being tossed around in the sea. And this was a very strange and awesome, or let's say wondrous manner uh, matter, in the eyes of the captain. And he asked about this and he inquired, Who is this about? What's going on? And the wise Sephardic men who had a tradition from father to son basically told him, and they responded to the captain that in this place exactly, that is exactly the place where Yonah. The prophet Yonah ben Amitai was thrown into the sea and cast in the sea and swallowed by this big fish, as we know the famous story of Yonah. The, Chacham, the Chachamim were saying it's in exactly this place. This is why the sea is so um, strong and why the the waves are not able to, uh, why the waves are uh, tossing the ship about, because it's exactly in this place where Yonah was tossed from the sea, uh, from the boat into the sea. Sorry. <laughs> And the boat could not rest there that night. They were they were forced to move with the boat from that place. And they went from there. And they arrived on the eve of the Zichor Brit, which literally means remembering the covenant, specifically specifically of Al Avinu. And um, they arrived on the Zichor Brit, which is a specific day when the um, uh, which is called Zechor Brit because of the Slichot that are recited on this day. They arrived on, uh, specifically, Brit, um, um, on the Zechor Brit, on the eve of Zechor Brit, which is the day the Yashkenazim starts Slichot. Um, they arrived at the Holy City of Haifa. And they stood and they rested or they the ship was standing by the mountain of Carmel, which stands opposite the cave of Eliyahu Na'vi, the famous cave. <laughs> and in the early morning, The entire people got up and said, Slichot, The supplications that are customary to say during the month of Elul, Sfaradim start on the beginning, at the beginning of Elul, and the Ashkenazim start on uh, the week before Rosh Hashanah. They start, they said this, They said this with great joy. And afterwards, they prayed the morning prayer. And afterwards, they all entered the city of Haifa, the holy city of Haifa, the men, the women, and the children. And it's at that moment, that Rabbeinu then entered Rabenu may memory be a blessing. Enter the Holy Land. And Rabenu arrived at the place which he had yearned and desired, with yearning and longing that were immeasurable. He had arrived at that place which he had been yearning for 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 years. Rabenu gave his soul up. He sacrificed his soul thousands and tens of thousands of times for this, for the sake of this mitzvah to walk in the land of Eret Yisrael. And he cast his soul aside for this task, literally. Rabenu arrived on that Monday, the day before Rosh Hashanah, in the year 55-59. In the English calendar, September 10th, the Gregorian calendar, September 10th, 1798, 12 years before Rabenu passed away. We see how tremendous this is. And look at the words Rabbeinatan is going to use right now. And the awesome, the great joy that Rabbeinu had at that moment when he entered and he stood on the holy ground of the land of Israel. It's impossible to measure this in a person's mind. It's impossible to describe it. It's impossible to calculate this in your head. If all the seas were ink, it wouldn't be enough to describe this in the least. It wouldn't be enough to describe this act, this this attainment in the smallest degree. It wouldn't be able to describe even the smallest drop of what Rabbeinu was doing here. Because immediately, after walking four steps in the land of Israel, he had attained what he had wanted to attain. He attained what he attained. Rabenu said like this, The second Rabenu walked four cubits in the land of Israel, he immediately accomplished what he had wanted to attain. Imagine, Rabenu said, There are thousands of reasons for me why I want to go to Eretz Yisrael. Rabenu, brought thousands of, Rabenu had thousands of reasons To enter the land of Israel We know that when the met wants to go to the land of Israel Imagine the Barshan could not even enter The Yetzirah was so big So we see all the obstacles Rabenu had to go through Rabenu was supposed to die in Istanbul In uh, Istanbul He was supposed to die in this, in this place And what's funny That Rabenu what He breaks all the obstacles And he lands in Israel And after four steps He says, I've attained what i wanted to attain. We see that all the sacrifice is what's really the thing that counts because that's what what allows Rabbeinu to attain anything. It's what allows all of us to attain what we need to attain. What really matters in the eyes of Hashem is how much we're willing to break the obstacles, how much we're willing to fight for the task of holiness because when we're there, when we arrive at the task, the task is, that's it, you know, you arrive at it. Rabbeinu arrived at the task that he wanted to attain things that we can't even imagine with the mind. Perceptions that we can't even begin to understand. was said that he had attained the highest levels of, of tzadik. He, had, he had attained the highest level that any person can reach. The second he step in Eretz Yisrael, can you imagine what we're talking about? Just in four steps, and yet here we are talking about the sinyan, and uh, it's something very special. That the main thing Rabbanu was telling us is to break all the obstacles. This is what Rabbinatan is saying that Rabenu literally cast his soul aside to be able to accomplish this, to walk four cubits in the land of Israel. And uh, that's the main thing. It's the effort one puts in to be able to accomplish a holy task. So that's the blessing Bizat Hashem, Rabbeinu and Rabinatana are giving us, that we should be able to finish off the task, not to give up um, whenever we see obstacles. Because a lot of people will think that when we arrive at obstacles, whenever we are encountered with all these obstructions, that we should retreat and that maybe we think it's a sign from God telling us not to do it. Maybe it's too dangerous, this, that, but no. Rabenu teaches us in many different lessons. Lesson 66 of the Ketur that the obstacles are only there to increase the yearning. And that's what Nathan is saying, that Rabenu came to the place which he had yearned and desired with yearning. That is so big, we can't even describe this yearning. The yearning is the highest faculty within a person, within a Jew. It's the Keter, it's the crown of everything. To, to desire, to yearn for something—you can't even describe by yearning. It's something deep within a person's heart. You can't describe to this. Uh, you can't describe this to any anybody else. It's to each and every person the way he feels it. But there is nothing blocking us from yearning for the holy things that we should want to attain. We should all yearn to become tzaddikim. We should all yearn to attain holy acts. We should all yearn to travel to the true tzaddik. We should all yearn to travel to Eretz Yisrael to attain great perception, to serve Hashem with simplicity. This is the main thing. And that's what Rabbeinu attained. And this is why Rabbeinu attained what he did. That this is why Rabbeinu attained and surpassed all the tzaddikim. Because he, his yearning was higher than everyone else. So Bizrat Hashem. That's the blessing. Maybe be able to break the obstacles of the mind. To truly arrive at our holy goal. And Bizrat Hashem to manifest it. To actualize it. And not just to leave it in the potential realm. And uh, that's it for today. Bezrat Hashem will continue with Rabenu and how Rabenu enters the land of Israel and how his entire journey in the land of Israel takes place. Very special stuff we're going to read about. Bezrat Hashem.